Do you remember when card shops were run by collectors? And when you could hang out in a shop and spend less than $200? Well, Underdog Collectibles wants to bring that spirit back. Underdog is a shop run by collectors for collectors, with breaks starting at just $16 per spot. Join them this week as they break 2020 Bowman, 2020 Tops Tier 1, and the new Court Kings. Join the Underdogs this week in a break on Tuesday, Thursday, or Sunday. Now let's get on with the show. You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. Well, today is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, and that's because we're going to be talking about a fairly obscure, oddball product. It's not really a card. We're going to be talking about pins, Fun Foods pins. So sometime near the end of 1984, or it might have been early 1985, a curious little baseball memorabilia product was released. Fun Foods Inc. from Little Silver, New Jersey released a 133-player set of MLB baseball buttons. They came in 36-count boxes with three button packs. And each quarter-sized button featured a player photo on the front and a button number, position, and an interesting stat on the back. A simple but fun product for kids in the 80s. Now, I don't remember seeing these in stores at all as a kid, but I recently came across a collection that had about 2,500 of them. And you guessed it, I'm now the proud owner of these buttons and I made a big portion of them available for sale on eBay. It's actually one of the products that really let me dig into variation listings since I had 133 variations to include. I'm really amazed on how well they held up. You know, there's very limited damage to these despite them being housed in plastic bags or paper envelopes for the last 25 or 30 years. Even though they've spent a lot of time bumping and rubbing into each other, there's very few nicks and scratches. They spent years in in this person's garage, but there's no rust. You know, I think that says something about the production quality of this product. Fortunately for me, they are already grouped by player and sorted, like I said, into individual bags or individual envelopes. And I have anywhere from 1 to 35 of each pin, except for Kent Herbeck for some reason. Uh, there were no Herbecks. I'm not sure what was going on with that. Now, the checklist contained a mixture of stars uh, from the, the mid-80s, like Reggie Jackson, Mike Schmidt, George Brett, Pete Rose, but it also had young prospects in it, like Wade Boggs, Ryan Sandberg, Dwight Gooden, and Tony Gwynn. It's a fun little product that provides another avenue of collecting your favorite players of those eras. There is even binder pages for coins that fit these perfectly if you want to ever put them on display. Well, not only did that collection have this giant mass of sorted buttons that had already been opened, there was also several sealed wax boxes, if you want to call them wax boxes, but there were several sealed boxes of the 36 packs, and so I've kept a couple of those for my own collection as well. And one of the most fun things is that they all came inside one of the original Fun Foods cases, which had the original um, company name, the company address, and all of those things from New Jersey. 
as I got more and more into these, as I put some of them in my binder, as I got everything listed, I find myself being more and more curious about the company itself. And I'm sure several of you have seen these pins, um, you know, from time to time, come through collections or at different shows or that type of thing. But have any of you ever heard of the Fun Foods Company itself? That was that was one of the things that got me curious. Is I, I had seen these pins and I had learned more about these pins, but I had never heard of this company, Fun Foods Inc. And so I decided to dig in a little bit more to see what I could find. You know, I had an address to start with, and we knew of this product and we, the Google machine can usually answer just about anything you ever wanted to, to know. And so I thought maybe I can dig in a little more, find out a little bit more of the background of this company. First of all, Little Silver, New Jersey was where the company was headquartered. It's a small little town of about 5,000 people in New Jersey. And I was able to find a number to their local historical society of which I called and they didn't really know much about the company. They hadn't heard anything about it. At least the people who are there now were not familiar at all. But they put me in touch with somebody who coordinates, I guess you'd call it an old-timey baseball game. And they've got kind of a league that goes around to several of the towns there in New Jersey and play old-timey baseball. And he, they thought maybe he would know because he's into sports and he had been in the area for a long time. And I called him up and, and we chatted for a little bit and he was interested in the product and fascinated by the story, but he also wasn't familiar at all with the company, Fun Foods Inc. When I looked up on Google Maps, the street address for where this was, it was now a little uh, hole-in-the-wall landscaping company. And so there were it was not a big facility. It wasn't like a, a big manufacturing or production facility. It was this small little, um, like a, a single shop uh, retail space. And that's that was the the location of the, the address on the packaging of the of the pins. And so that was kind of a dead end. I really wasn't able to find anything, even through through looking up any references to Fun Foods in New Jersey. There's a few companies that are food-related, and I called some folks from those companies, couldn't find anything about it. And so I was kind of at a dead end, I, and I'm that's where I'm at today. And so these little baseball products, which was licensed by, the, by Major League Baseball, a fully licensed product, I can find no trace of the background or the origins of the product. Who ran the company? I don't think they ever produced another product after um, this 1985 set. And I'm still kind of curious about it. So if any of you out there are familiar at all or know anybody who was involved with these Fun Foods pins, I would love to be put in touch with them. I'd love to have another conversation about them. If you want to see some pictures or see the full checklist of these pins, go ahead and click on the link to the blog I wrote about it in the show notes. I'll have it right there for you so you can check out a little bit more information. It's been a little bit, but I also wanted to give a shout out today to a few people who have left reviews on Apple Podcasts. Tennis Forever and Ever, Ziggard, and Fano all left five-star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts, and I wanted to thank them for that. Ziggard was actually the winner of the uh, review giveaway that I did, a little contest, and so congratulations to Ziggard for that. Well, that's all I've got for you today. Like I said, this is going to be a short one. There's not a whole lot to these pins, but they are a whole lot of fun. 
If you've got any feedback for me, I'd love to hear it. You can reach out to me at waxpackhero at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at TheMikeSummer. Or you can even hit me up on the Hobby Hotline, the live call-in show that we do every Saturday and Monday now. You can uh, ask any questions that you've got. You can say whatever is on your mind that is hobby-related, and we would love to hear from you. Well, that's all I've got for you today. I'll catch you next time.